George Bernard Shaw might have once said that America and Britain are two countries divided by a common language. On this podcast, we aim to explore the commonalities and differences in American and British culture, vernacular, voices, accents, and more. Welcome to Transatlanticism. That we've been gone for so long, but yes. you know, life happens. Life happens. We've been very, we've been busy doing bits and bobs and getting things done, and oh, just getting sucked in to life in general. To life in general, but we are, we've always been thinking about the podcast, and we're delighted to be back. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Bringing you this episode on our respective childhoods. So when we're talking about childhoods, we're, for this podcast, we'll be talking about sort of ages, what, from being a, being a child up until, right up until, for you, high school, and for me, secondary school. Not high school for me. If we're going to 12, you're not in high school yet. Oh, you're not even in high school yet? You go to high school when you're 14. Oh, man. I don't. I do not get the. Well, the we'll way talk the about it. We'll work. talk about it. Why don't we talk about it? This is the perfect time to talk about it. Yeah. So, elementary school, and I actually just had a long conversation with our friend Claire, figuring this out. Your years are one different from our years. So okay. when you say somebody's in year two, mm-hmm. for us that means third grade. Oh, okay. Because you guys have a year thirteen, and we don't. Yes. And you guys have reception, which is the first place that you go. Yes. And then you leave reception and go to year one. Yes. How old are you when you go to reception? Uh, two, three? Two, three, I think. Oh, I think it's that 18. young? Yeah, it's So pretty, how old are you when you young. go to year one, then? Year one, you're about five, you're five six. Yeah. So that's kindergarten for us. Yes, yeah. Right, and then you're in first grade. So that's why it's grade. one year different. We, yeah, because we have nursery and right. then but so, primary. Right, so you guys go to primary school mm-hmm. until you're 11, mm-hmm. and then 12 until... And then and then from like 11, 12-ish, that's when you head to secondary to school. To secondary school, right. Whereas we have, most, most places, and I grew up going to elementary school, which was kindergarten to fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So that's until you're about 10. Mm-hmm. Then you go to middle school, which is sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So that's... 10 11 to like 14. Yes. And then high school, which is 9th to 12th grade, and that's 14 to 18. Okay, right. So we just have, we have took those little bit. middle years and we separated them out. Yeah. And honestly, I see the merits of both. I mean, having now gone into some secondary schools and just like seeing the tiny little year sevens next oh, yeah. to the that's ginormous always, year 11s, yeah. and you're like, wow. And I think, you know, part of that is probably why the American system you know, change the way that it did, but, Mm. but not everybody has that. Not all schools and other schools do, you know, the school I was teaching at, we did middle school, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So it was another extra year instead of just sixth, seventh, and eighth at Durham Academy. So it's all, it's different everywhere. But the main, I think the main system in America is the one I just described in the beginning with until fifth grade, you're in elementary, then you Mm -hmm. go to middle, sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then ninth to 12th is high school. Right. So we're going to really be concerning ourselves with until you're about 12. So yeah. you, you'll be in all, some of my middle school years, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. So something I was thinking about, uh, talking about is, in, with regards to school, is what you guys did on the playground. First of all, did you call it the playground? No. Well, yes. Yeah, we still use the term playground. And did you have a playground at your primary school? Yeah, like yeah. A, so my where there was prim- a jungle gym? We didn't have a jungle gym. Oh, okay. What did we you have? We had, um, so there was the main school building, which was all in one building, uh, and then there was the, um, strangely, the, the, the kitchen area was, like, attached to the church hall of the church that was next door, because it was a Church of England school. What do you mean kitchen area? Like the cafeteria? Yeah. Where like, you ate yeah, lunch? Yeah, where we ate okay. lunch, where we got lunch. Did and, you call um, it the cafeteria? Oh, God, what do we even call it? Dining hall. The dining, the dining hall. Okay. And um, 
and between the school and the dining hall, there was the playground, which was a big uh, concrete like a black space. Top. So it was a big rectangle. Um, there was a pathway leading from the rectangle's right side, which led to the path out, outside the school. That was the entrance, the main entrance to get in. On its left bottom corner, there was a little pathway that ran alongside the school and ended in a big old gate. Um, in its top left corner, there was a section that had um, a little wooden, uh, a little wooden fence that went all the way around, uh, making a little square, and that was for uh, Year One. That was the Year One playground. They had a separate playground, and they could watch the bigger playground through the gaps in the um, in the wooden fence. They had a uh, at my school. We had a little wooden house there. They had got more play stuff that they could take outside from their classroom. Like toys? Like toys and things, mm -hmm. yeah. Like exterior toys, like little bikes and stuff. But the main playground, the big playground, was just all concrete. Um, we had two basketball posts and a little semi-marked basketball court. It wasn't very clear, the basketball court. It was just mainly the two posts. Uh, mainly the playground was used for football. Mm. So there were two football goals. One... So there was no, like, jungle gym, like there was something to climb on. I've just remembered that, that at, I think I must have been, I think we were eight or seven, and they installed oh. a jungle gym-esque okay. thing, which was wooden posts. Very, It was very um, simple. It was like, um, it had monkey bars. It had uh, wooden posts that you could, like, jump on the top of and then do, like, hopscotch did across it have a the top slide? of them. Uh, did not have a slide, no. Mm. See, that to me is, like, the prevalent image of a playground at a school in the U.S., well, especially I, where I grew yeah, up. Where like I there think, was a jungle gym and a slide. Where I think of playground in the U.S., I think recess. Was it like show. that? Yeah, with the big, you <laughs> yeah. know, and they have the metal, the big metal jungle gym and then the wooden Yeah, we had frame. a metal jungle gym and we had... Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's a long time now, but I know we had a medical jungle gym, and I know we had slides. We had a garden as well. We had a little garden in the top. See, if you imagine the rectangle in the top right corner of it, there was um, a garden installed, and it had a little wall. It had a little uh, wooden fence post around it, and there were it was green, and there were paths, and there were different kinds of trees. And could you go and like water it during? Well, you didn't yeah. call it recess. Yeah, we you we it... you could go and play in it and mm. use it to help playing and stuff um i think that's the main difference that i noticed going into a primary school here as a substitute hmm. stroke supply teacher is the little the kids brought out toys yes like you, actual yeah. toys which yeah. in the in the u.s at reset like there's balls probably to like kick around and, mm. and such but otherwise it's like all imagination stuff like there was never an actual toy oh yeah to that, play no, with. yeah we got given i remember the some i guess i guess some government thing in order to get kids active mm. they gave uh, a load of they gave i think a grant to a lot of primary schools and we got like a ton of soft toys to play oh, with okay, yeah. so we had like um hoopy things that you could throw like in a fairground yeah uh and balls and um uh but i also frisbees. think you guys had or correct me if i'm wrong but more more time outside like Throughout the day, uh, we, really, we only ever had two. We only ever had two outside periods. We had mm. lunch break, and then we had break time. We had yeah. lunch time and break time. But that's break more than time we was had. like twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, did you only get one? We for just a... we just had recess, so you would unless you had gym that day and they took you outside. Yeah, same you with just us. Had lunch and then you had recess, and that was the only time during the day that you were like given oh, free time very, to that's outside very and running. Yeah, I hope maybe it's changed now. I don't know. I'll have to, we'll have to ask our nieces yeah. um, how often they get to go outside and play. But yeah, we we that was just the one time during the day. And, of course, now they've done all this research, and we know that kids should go out and play. So maybe, hopefully, schools now have more of it. But, yeah, we had only that one period, that one time. Hmm. But we called it recess, which yeah. you guys just called it break time. Right? Yes, you didn't break time, use yeah. that word. Yeah, so that's really interesting. When we were younger, we used to get... we got, we Because did you guys get milk cartons when in your school? We must have... Well, lunch in the cafeteria had milk but we didn't have the kind of milk that you're talking about. Talk we about had, that. We so had like... little we had little cartons of milk, uh, which you could, um, you know, how in a milk carton, 
like in a proper proper carton that you can like create a little pory bit at the top yeah. by squeezing. Yeah. So we had that, and you drank it like that. Yeah, or you had course. a straw with it, and it had Mister Men on it. I remember that distinctly. They had all the different kinds of Mister Men, like Mister Strong and Mister Tickle, and who you, are the, who are the Mister Men? You don't know who the Mister. Oh God, we, we'll get onto that in a bit. Tell us, who are the Mr. Men? The Mr. Men are a... Oh, the, I can't believe you don't know who the Mr. Men are. They're a, um, they were a series of kids' books written, uh, and they had characters who were... They had one defining characteristic, characteristic, and then they were like... So we had Mr. Tickle, who was orange and had really long arms were and they would tickle people. Men? Like, they were anthropomorphized or were they look like, did they look they like monsters like, they were like little um mostly they looked like little blobby people they were geometric shapes okay. uh, lots of different colors we had mr bump who was always getting hurt and he was like blue and had was wrapped in bandages um <laughs> then we had the little miss we had the little miss series as well so we had little miss naughty and little miss sunshine um i can't believe you don't know who the mr men are i do not i'm gonna have to google it Good later Lord, that's really i didn't know you. they did not transfer over the across the ocean huh not to my knowledge, at least. But here's the is so I, I just I was from listening to what you were saying because you had nursery, you had kindergarten in the same place. Uh huh. So you never changed buildings. Uh uh-uh. uh See, I changed buildings. Nursery for me was in a separate location from primary school. But nursery isn't kindergarten. I don't think. Because we also have something called nursery school, and yeah. it's like the same thing as preschool. It's what you go to before oh, you go okay. for the full day. Right, yeah, that's that's what I mean, yeah. Yes, but kindergarten <laughs> is what... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ugh, I went into the Darth Sidious voice there. K- kindergarten is what we call the first year of school. He, uh, so you go for the full day in kindergarten. Oh, okay. It's so not... I guess. So I guess that must. That's year one. I mean, I think it's yeah, the same that thing. That's what I'm saying is I think your preschool, your nursery is the same as our preschool. Mm. And in some places, like my mom when I was young, called it nursery school. Right. But preschool for you wasn't attached. No, preschool is separate. Like right. you, know, okay. you don't go that all day. Sense. Like it's a. It's more like day. It's a kind of like daycare. Mm. You know. And you get um, to play, and you have like playtime and stuff. Yeah, and, and it's mostly playtime. You do little, extra you do little bits. bits of learning the alphabet and stuff, yeah. but it's not school. School kindergarten is like proper. Okay, yeah, you're at school. That's where that. Yeah, okay, that's that's quite similar to us. That's year one. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I am thinking of this, but I feel like we can just talk about it because I'm thinking of it because I was trying to think of songs that we sang when we were kids, and the one that sticks with me is the song from Girl Scouts. But I wonder, do you guys? I know you have scouts because you were in the scouts. Mm-hmm. But is there girls? Are there girl scouts here too, or no? Well, the girls could be in scouts. Okay, so it's the same. Yeah. So, so the scouting system, which is pre- quite prevalent, it was quite prevalent. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's still as popular as it. As it, I, I love my time there. But it goes. Uh, so you have uh, brownies, which is for girls. Oh, yeah, we had. So that's and, what I was. I was a brownie. And, and you have cubs, which go alongside each other. Uh, which then, for us, progress up to scouts. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another one. There's another. There's a. There's a younger one as well. God, what is it called? I can't remember. There's another. There's another one before brownies. Oh, um, really? And okay. Cubs, and I can't remember what that one is. Uh, and then for even younger children, we're quite young. Oh, yeah, interesting. And then after brownies and cubs, you move up to scouts, and scouts right. is for everybody. And then right. from scouts, explorers. But we'll go on to explorers when we in a in a later podcast. We'll talk about that. Okay, yes, because we don't have, I don't think, explorers, what you're talking about. I was a brownie, mm. and we had that song that was like, Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. A circle is round, it has no end. That's how long I want to be your friend. Did you have that song? Never. No. 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 For some reason, that was when we were on a run earlier. That was what was going through my head really? nonstop. Was that song for some reason? Because we were talking about songs we sang when we were kids. Because I don't remember. I only remember a couple of songs from school, which are all in Spanish. Because the songs were how my teacher, who was awesome, Senora de la Torre, shout out, taught us like to remember stuff in elementary school Spanish. And mm. I still remember some of those songs, but I don't remember any. Like, when you were a kid, did you sing songs in school? Was that oh, a... tons. Tons, we, right? Because we had... So, at my school, I don't know if this is the same for all um, primary schools across the UK, we had we had assembly time. Oh, yeah. And in assembly time... We must have done uh, that, and I just don't Which remember. I can't remember whether it was every day or, like, on one specific day. It must have been once a week. I think it must have been once a week, but yeah. for me, it kind of it it stretches like it was, into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And um, we used to, it would start and I think we'd end on a song. And we mm. had our own little song books, which were red and had a picture of a fish because it was a Church of England school. But so were the songs at assembly, were they hymns? Were they religious songs? Quasi, quasi hymns. Okay. Quasi religious, I think. Because we had assemblies too, and we must have sang. Like, I'm sure, and I'm sure, actually, the songs I remember from us singing, us singing at school were the song, like the America songs, like the... Um, America. Yeah. America. That one and My Country Tis of Thee. Mm. Um, and like those Home on the Range, I'm sure. Like for some reason, Home on the range. they were all really patriotic. I don't know why this is where my memory is, is going, but this no, is yeah, what it's mine, doing. Isn't mine it? were, mine, uh, the ones we used to sing were quite religious, I mm-hmm. think, because we had... Like, can you, do you, but they were for, made for kids to sing? Or yes. Were they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's an example of one? Uh, Autumn days when the grass is jeweled and the silk inside a chestnut shell. Something, something. <laughs> da, 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 I was going to say, that's a lot of lyrics for a kid. No, I mustn't forget. No, I mustn't forget. <laughs> to say a great big thank you, I mustn't forget. Well, that's a nice message. Were, just the songs were really, I'm not going to lie, some of the songs were really cute. Yeah. I remember there were some which were a right pain to sing. That one, that one's quite detailed and involved. Yeah. Not just a sort of simple melody. So that's interesting. Well, I'm surprised that that song I was singing earlier, the, the Girl Scout song, the Brownie song, mm. um, that it's interesting to me that because they, it's obviously an inter- international organization, mm. that somehow that song was only sung. But, well, you well, weren't yeah, a Brownie. No. Maybe the Brownies did sing it and you just don't well, know. Well, in Cubs, Cubs, we one. were really linked to um, Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. Ooh. So we were all in packs. Right. And we had, um, so we were in packs with, I don't know, or was that Scouts? We were in packs. All, I remember it's in Cubs. It makes more sense for Cubs because Cub is an animal. I remember Cubs because um, all the leaders had the names of the animals from the Jungle Book. So we had Arkela and we had Rama and we had... Um, I don't recognize either of those names. Uh, Who are Arkela and Rama? Oh, so Arkela in the Jungle Book is the leader of the wolf pack that um, Mowgli is a part of. Oh. Uh, Rama is uh, a water buffalo uh, who is... I think she's quite... Truthfully, I need to reread the Jungle Book. I haven't read it in a, in yeah. a very long time. But she looks I after Mowgli. She's a very motherly okay. figure. And then we'd start we'd start all our pack sessions, which were on Wednesday. So it would go school and then go home for an hour, uh, get ready for Cubs, and then come back because it was at the same hall. Oh, that, that's cool. Yeah. And so we had Cubs in the dining hall mm. of my primary school. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd always start... We'd always start, we'd always have a big meeting, and then we'd all, then um, our Kayla um, would say, right, everybody, let's begin the meeting, everyone would, all the kids would line up around the edge of the room, uh, and then uh, we'd, um, <laughs> our Kayla would say something, we'd crouch down on the ground, and we'd go, our Kayla will do our best. <laughs> Uh, and then he'd say some bits about the meeting, about what we were going to be doing that night, and then um, and then it would carry on, and then that would be the rest. Of the, and then we'd finish on that. There was a flag, very patriotic. We mm. had a flag of uh, the Union Jack, which mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're raised and lowered. That carried across into um, Scouts as well, because it used to go scub, Cubs was earlier in the evening, and whilst we were leaving from Cubs, Scouts would come be in. arriving, sure. So did the Brownies not sell cookies here then? Because, you know, Girl Scouts oh, in the yeah. U.S. are, like, famous for selling Girl Scout no, cookies. No, that was never really a thing. A the thing, thing that we had was we'd do parades. Mm, when okay. we'd have, when we'd do St. George's Day Parade, mm. uh, we'd help out. We'd do help the stall at the carnival, which was in town. So, that was mostly it for Cubs. That was all we really did. We helped to the tombola. What's the tombola? You ever had a tombola? No. You know what it is? So, um, uh, lots of people give lots of different things to the tombola. And then um, everyone puts in, uh, there are like numbers on little uh, pieces of paper. Uh, people can pay a pound and they would get some Tombola tickets. So it's a raffle. It was a raffle, yeah. But just called a Tombola? What does that mean? I truthfully do not know. Huh. T-O-M-B-O-L-A? I think I'm getting that right. Please correct me if I'm not. Fellow fellow UK people out there, if I'm, if I'm just spouting nonsense... <laughs> Please message us and be like, and we'll do the corrections. We'll look it up. Um, Okay. The the question I was going to ask you that I couldn't remember, but now I do remember, Mm -hmm. is um, in your assemblies when Mm -hmm. you were at school or Mm -hmm. just during the day, was there a 
a thing that you guys did every day as like a, because it's going a little bit away now, but every day when I was a kid in the morning when you arrived at school, when there were the announcements, you said the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Nope. You guys didn't have, did you have morning announcements? Did you have somebody who came over a loudspeaker and like talked to the whole school? Well, no, no, no. That was, I think, the point of assemblies. I see. Right. The one thing we did in the morning was um, we all be in the playground right before school start and everyone's playing and then um, someone would blow a whistle and then we'd all get into our class lines and you had to be deadly silent. Mm. Couldn't talk, couldn't talk. And then you got led in by your teacher into the classroom. That's very different, yeah. Well, I want to tell you something that maybe you'll find very funny that a lot of people who I've told find it very funny. But when I was in the fifth grade, I had a starring role in the morning announcements. What age were you? (laughs) So I was like 11. Mm -hmm. And... Every day on the morning announcements, so, you know, somebody would be in an office on a loudspeaker and it would be piped into every classroom. Mm-hmm. And they would welcome you. They'd lead the Pledge of Allegiance. And then they'd say, the you know, things that people needed to know. Mm-hmm. And one part of the announcements every morning was for someone to read the menu at, that was going to be in the cafeteria to tell people what was on for lunch. Oh, really? And so my job, I don't know how or why, maybe my mom will remember and tell me, or maybe she won't remember this at all, but I got the job of reading the school lunch menu mm-hmm. in English and Spanish every morning. Really? So that was my job in the fifth grade. I read. I went to the office every morning to read the announcements, and then I would read the menu, well. and then I would read the menu in Spanish, too. Amazing. I isn't didn't that, know that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The other thing that I did in fifth grade that I just remembered that we should talk about, did you guys have anything called the safety patrol? What what on earth is the safety patrol? Oh my gosh. I hope that this will be so nostalgic for any of our American listeners who had this at their schools, but the safety patrol was like, it was like hall monitors. It was like the school. If you were a good kid, you got chosen I think you got chosen, or you had to you had to express interest, and then they chose you, and you wore this like belt thing mm-hmm. that was like your uniform, mm-hmm. and we were positioned throughout the school, and it was to stop kids from running, mm-hmm. and to make sure like nobody was being bad in the hallways. Mm-hmm. And so, when I was a hall monitor, when I was in the safety patrol, at the end of the day, I got to leave class like five minutes early, mm-hmm. and put on my safety patrol belt and stand at my place mm-hmm. and then wait for people to come by and like make sure that they were but it was like it was like the most wow. it's like the most Hermione Granger thing <laughs> I could possibly have ever done I also was so proud to be on a safety patrol I thought it was like the coolest thing the belt was bright orange it was so ugly like it was ridiculous God. and you did it I think you only did it for like a quarter or maybe a semester of the year and I still remember my location was in the fifth grade hallway and it was a big deal because like boys would come by that I liked and I would wave to them from my safety patrol post <laughs> <laughs> And I thought being in the safety patrol was like, oh, I was so proud of it. I was such a nerd. Oh, Oh, my God. Can you believe it? We never had anything like that. No hall monitors? like In primary school, right on our last year that my class was there, Mm -hmm. um, they introduced the concept of houses into the school. Ah, yes. And um, so people ran for different houses... Uh, they were going to do it from, you know, like little kids we get put into a house and stuff. I think they still do it. Um, and they had a city council. Well, okay. they had a school council, right. which I ran for. And I, I think I was, I think I became, I was like the head of the school council. We had student council as well, yeah. But really, because we were young, it wasn't really, it wasn't anything too, like we right. were supervised by teachers, of course. It right. was good fun. I didn't really, like, I didn't, truthfully, I didn't do very much. The house captains... They did more stuff. They were like were looking after kids. Were there four houses like in Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And they were red, green, yellow, and blue. Oh, they were just colors. Uh, they weren't. Um, or did yeah. they have names too? Oh, I think they have names. Because we'll talk remember. about this when we talk about the teenage years. But in your secondary Ironically, school, there you... is a. That I know for a fact that in the primary school, my old primary school, there's a. There are four wooden boards with um, the captains' names on them, and the very the top the top two people on every single one of those boards they they were in my year that was my year it's very cool because i go back if, well when i go back there i'd like to go back there now and just be like have a wander around but they'd probably be like who are you stranger danger who's this <laughs> um, weird adult back yeah. here but i mean we'll talk about this in our teenage episode which maybe we'll do next but 
your house, your school, your my proper school, my proper secondary school had a house system had a house which system was there from like Harry Potter. nineteen, you know, very early, very early with history. names and like with names and history and competition. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's a whole other kettle of fish. And we'll talk about it next time. But when he first told me that, dear American listeners, it I'm sure you insane. can imagine. I said to him, "Oh, you went to Hogwarts," and he was like, "No, no, 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 no." And I was like, "No, you went to Hogwarts." Because he was talking to me about interhouse competition. I was like, "This is ridiculous." We'll get onto <laughs> it, but it is. I'm, I was very lucky to be a part of that. And anyway, anyway, um, so, so um, leaving. Let's leave the school aspect maybe behind for a moment mm-hmm. and talk about what we did outside of school, mm. because I was just thinking about, and this is quite unique, of course, to me, but I think a lot of people in America, certainly maybe of my generation, had a similar experience, um, and, and older generations, too. I think it kind of began petering out when after millennials, basically, but I played outside all the time, mm-hmm. and in the back of my neighborhood, like at the bottom of the hill, we kind of lived at the top of a hill, and at the bottom of the hill, back behind a bunch of the houses, there was a creek. Mm-hmm. And we built forts and we, you know, took off our shoes and our and went in and our put on bathing suits and went into the creek. We were we were like creek people. We played in the creek all the time. Creek people. Creek people. Somebody set up a swing once. Um, it was never deep enough, really, for the swing. But I like I have so many of my childhood memories are of me at the creek playing with some of my friends. Did you have something like this or do you did you just play outside? Did you truthfully not really? I wasn't very much. Everyone will know who knows me. I wasn't a very outdoorsy kind of kid. Yeah. Um, I, get, I got involved with, like, the Cubs and stuff. But really, I was more... I played a lot indoors. Mm-hmm. So I was doing... Um, playing with lots of indoor toys and things. I had so many different action figures and stuff. Did you do, like, Lego and building? Or did you do more, like, yeah, action figures? Some, some, some of that. But I was really, like... All the games I played were imagination, Mm -hmm. looking back on it, quite imagination-based. There was a game we played um, at school, which was called, we made up, which was called Anything and Everything. (laughs) And you could just kind of, and you could do, you know, you could do, looking back on it, it was quasi, like, very, very light improvisation. I was just going to say, it sounds like an improv game. Yeah, Yeah. it was. And, um, but that was really what I used to do. And then, obviously, computer games and stuff, I got, I got sucked into when I got bought a Game Boy and we're yeah. playing with Game Boy a ton. Uh, I was into collecting cards and things. Ooh. I was a Yu-Gi-Oh fan and a Pokemon card fan. Um, In case you can't tell, dear listeners, Chris was a big old nerd. I was a big old nerd. <laughs> um, the other thing that I did that I remember so clearly, and I know my parents will probably remember this, is that in the front corner of our yard, we had a rock garden. A rock garden. Yeah. Just like a little area that my dad had cordoned off and like, kind of designed with like rocks i don't know as it's a rock garden do you know what i mean oh yeah no i know i know, okay. I know the concept of you're a rock looking garden. at me like i'm crazy no, no 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 i understand so there the concept these, like, of a rock garden big rocks that like when i was little i could sit on one and it sort of was like a seat mm. like they were quite big mm. and i used to play in that rock garden so, i mean i made it into a thousand different worlds it was like i loved that mm. rock garden and there were these i still remember this the bush next to the rock garden had like the kind of flowers that grew in like circular pods and you could squeeze them and twist them and the flower would come out. Oh, cool. Um, which was, I realize now, destroying the plant, but I didn't know that when I was little, so I would no, pick a whole bunch a, of them off a kid thing. and squeeze them and twist them and have these little tiny flowers. It was really... Um... So yeah, I was. I feel lucky, and I'm sure you do too, that like I grew up very much in the time when it was still all about imagination and... Hmm. I watch TV, certainly, but uh, I know I played a ton. Yeah, um, me too, yeah. And I, you know, I worry so much about kids now, and when we have a child of how screens. the screens and Scared just, of yeah, it's so scary. scary. So, but anyways, um, so let's talk about, speaking of screens, though, let's talk about uh, media we consumed as a child. What was, do you remember, what kind of TV shows were good were for kids when you were little this is well, going to show our ages as well i'm good, like i had a very interesting upbringing in that my parents were like oh uh we had good programs growing up mm. we might not you know christopher and andrew should watch andrew's my brother should watch the same the same kind of thing so i was watching things like 
people, people, people our age will not know what this is, but, but other people, other, older people will understand. Um, I was watching things like Watch With Mother. Um, I watched Bagpuss, Ivor the Engine, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, oh. classic one, which was about trains. There's one overlap. The other ones I don't know at all, but we had Thomas the Tank Engine in America as well. We had Tugs. That was my favorite. Tugs was like Thomas the Tank Engine. So the real light, so the little model trains, except it was little model boats. Ah. And they were driving around and doing adventures. Oh, that was such a good program. <laughs> Um, but then I'd have the oh, like the wombles, things like that. So I'd be watching older media as well as because I grew up in the heyday of Cartoon Network, like mm. the the proper heyday of Cartoon Network, which were things like Dexter's Lab, The Powerpuff Girls, Ben Ten. Um, oh my God, what else? What else? What else was there? Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Mm. Oh, I love that program so much. <laughs> Tots TV. I used to watch that when I was younger as well. Um, Did you have Sesame Street? No. No, that's that was so thing. sad. Because here in the UK, we have um, part of the BBC is they have CBBC, which is Children's right. British Broadcasting Company. So they, I was consuming a lot of that, which were a selection of real life programs. So, they, so that we had things like Biker Grove. Um, oh God, other CBBC. Was programs. there a show on CBBC when you were a kid that was People and Puppets? D- Dick and Dom in the Bungalow. That was every Saturday. Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Every weekend. I love that title. So it was a pre-recorded program which was led by uh, two actors who were Dick and Dom who were just very... It was very... Because I grew up in a period where it was quite, like, gross-out, young gross-out television where it'd be all about, like, you know, snot and poo and that kind of thing and throwing up and... Terrible. They'd have kids... The concept was they'd have kids come and stay at their bungalow house and they do challenges and stuff and they had puppets there was a cat next door well um, were the puppets nice yeah they were they were like they were like minute they were funny they were funny okay. puppets because you know sesame street is people and puppets but it's all it's like very positive and it's designed well, to I teach the, kids i watched and, the muppets and the, yeah, the muppets, watched right. the muppets yeah that's interesting yeah because so many of those things that you just mentioned i've never heard of i mean it's interesting how Nowadays, so much of the media is consumed on both sides of the ocean, but then I feel like it wasn't so... Yeah, no, yeah, there was very... I think it was quite... If I can make a pun, transatlantic. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree, because really yeah. British, British-based British production stuff is not... Like, really now, it's quite limited to CBBC and mm-hmm. CBBS, which is the younger version. CBBS, yeah. CBB Land at CBB Legoland, Land yeah. at Legoland. But that's not really that's not really a thing anymore. That, like, there were loads back in the sixties to nineties. There were tons of independent film companies that just produced on mass lots of children media mm-hmm. here in the UK. But that's not really a thing now because now Cartoon Network's quite big, the big and they networks have on it. yeah. And there's other kind. And there did are, you have Nickelodeon? N- kind of. We had SpongeBob, but you couldn't really Nickelodeon. You either had to have your parents needed to have like a specific the super TV service, box right? Yeah, that had that added onto it, mm-hmm. or you had to pay for it. My cousins did. Um, they oh, had, really? Well, I can't remember what I can't remember. No, because we had the same thing. I think w- when I started, well, in teens, I had access to like Nickelodeon. Okay, and stuff. but when you were a kid, you did. When I was a kid, no, no, not really. So did you ever watch, like, Rugrats? Oh, yeah, Rugrats. Okay. I watched Rugrats. Okay, but much later, probably, than I did, then, if you mm-hmm. didn't have it until you were a teenager. No, because we bought it on video, because we had some Rugrat videos. Mm, okay. I remember that. Because when, when I was a really little kid, of course, we had Sesame Street, and I remember this show. If anybody else remembers this, please send me a message. Eureka's Castle, which was, like, another... Eureka, I think, was a puppet, too, and it was, like, another kind of Sesame Street-esque thing with puppets, and uh, I just remember loving that show when I was very, very, very small. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything about it except that it was called Eureka's Castle. And then, of course, I grew up in when Nickelodeon was the jam, and they had the most amazing shows. And I remember how much I loved Legends of the Hidden Temple and Double Dare, which were, like, the live-action shows, like Mm. game shows for kids, and then all all of the cartoons as well. Did you ever watch Bear in the Big Blue House? No, I know it exists in the States, but I'm a little too old. I, I think that came that. out. That was really fun. That was a really good show. That was like puppets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was very sweet. Very, very sweet, sweet. Very light. When I was a kid, I watched Barney. That's the other thing I was really obsessed with when oh, I was yeah. young. Was I, d- Barney. I think I missed Barney. Oh, really? Yeah. I Is Barney really... a thing here, though, too? We had Barney. I remember my... I think my 
cousin, Johnny and Matt, did we watch Barney? <laughs> Message me and, and tell me if we did. Because I think, because my childhood... Because do you know the song, the Barney song? Is that... Because there's, like, I feel like everybody yeah, but then of a certain Yeah, we used to take the America, mick of him on the playground, really. The I love you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Me. yeah. Let's get together and kill Barney. That oh, was, no, that God. Was, that's what we used to sing on the playground. <laughs> Freaking sociopaths. Oh, my God. We're rough little kids, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious and awful. But, yeah, because my, cause my, cause I was very lucky... In my childhood, because my cousins, mm-hmm. who were who were both older than me, literally lived round the corner oh, yeah. from my house. So I had. That's a really that's a really blessed situation. Yeah, to be because in. I would be so I would go to school, and then I would come, and then because my mother worked full, my well, both my parents worked full time. Um, my aunt, who worked locally in a school, she would pick me up and pick up my cousins at the same time we would go back to their house and you'd hang out there and we'd hang out there until my parents came home that's amazing yeah yeah. so I I was very I was very lucky in a situation where my cousins also helped like encourage me we played a lot of different games we played um, they introduced me to video games as Mm -hmm. well they got me into cards and stuff that reminds me though that that's another sort of really big difference is I rode the bus to school for years I never did that. And that's and not a thing here. Only until secondary school. That's uh, not really a thing here, though, is it? I did. For secondary school kids, yeah. Oh, they have a bus? Yeah. yeah they, oh, I've never seen a bus. But it will be in public. It would be public bus. Oh, you'd be riding a city bus. Yeah. Yeah, not there are, there are, um, school some, buses. Yeah, there are some schools that do have their own buses. Huh. Um, I, don't, I never really knew how that worked. I mean, that, so how it worked was, I mean, I have so many memories of this, the, of the walk to the bus stop mm. and then waiting at the bus stop and I had I at my bus stop I didn't have any good friends but then down the hill and then a little bit later in the route some some of my neighborhood friends would get picked up but Mm. I lived down that road I don't know if you remember when I took you there but I just had to walk to the end of the road Mm -hmm. and then I would wait kind of in front of that house with a few other kids and the bus comes through and you have a time that they tell you at the beginning of the year this is the time your bus is and you have to walk and wait at the bus and the bus would go through my neighborhood and the next neighborhood over and the next neighborhood over and then it would be full and it would take us to school that's so mad that's a very that's a quintessential image of america it is totally but it is you know that's really the experience i had and one of the things that always sticks with me about the bus is that when i was in fifth grade so also the bus was a hierarchy the oldest kids got to sit in the back, which mm-hmm. was the cool place to sit, mm-hmm. and the youngest kids had to sit in the front. Mm-hmm. And as you were growing up, you know, once you got to third grade and fourth grade, you were like, I'm so close to the back of the bus. It's going to be epic when I get there. And then in fifth grade, you got to sit in the back of the bus. And it was the same with the middle <laughs> school bus, sixth, seventh, and eighth. And I remember in fifth grade being at the back of the bus, and I, I don't know if it was a school trip, a, a, a trip to school, or like a, a field trip where we were all on the bus, but I remember that a group of us in the back of the bus broke out into All Star by Smash Mouth and sang the entire song <laughs> on the bus because we knew every single word. And if that doesn't tell you uh, something about my experience as a child, I feel like that's a really, that's what we, we all were like, hey, now you're an All Star in our tiny little fifth grade voices <laughs> thinking we were the coolest cats. Hashtag um, Smash Mouth, please sponsor us. <laughs> Hashtag does Smash Mouth even exist anymore? I don't know, actually. Probably not. See that kind of see that thing about like progressing. Yeah, we had that in primary school, but it was to do with classes. So you know, you'd ah. start out in class. Oh no, you'd start out in class five. See, that's the thing. You go class five to class four, class four to class three, class three to class two, and class two to class one. But what class are... one was the oldest. Class five was the youngest. And the infants, and the infants was like below class five, and you essentially you worked your way up the school, right? So um, classes four and five, they were at the bottom okay. of the school. You then um, my school had because it, it was it was uh, it had another floor above it. So then for class three and two, you worked you you went up the stairs and were at the top, and then class one was the furthest away down the bottom. That's always class one, year five. No, class one. Yeah, class one. Yes, sorry. Class one is year five and year six. Class one was year five and year so six. So why did they have these class numbers as well as the year numbers? What was the differentiation? To confuse and frustrate the children so that, that we were easier to um, mold your mold. minds. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I didn't. I, yeah, 
But so it's the same. I mean, I think that kind of hierarchy exists no matter what. Like the older kids, mm. you know, being in charge, yeah, with the younger yeah. kids kind of following them. Yeah, yeah. But it is. It, I do have a memory of how sort of that was so important and it was mm-hmm. such a big deal to become a seventh grader and then to become an eighth grader, you know, to just be moving sort of through the ranks. People mm. really, really cared about that. And because it was, you know, and it was a big deal if you had a friend who was in an older grade, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. had this with your cousin. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. cool that you it knew. It was really cool that I knew and you waved and you were right. like, oh, my cousin's across it. And waved them and be like, hi, Johnny, hi, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Just embarrass them yeah. on the playground. Yeah, Absolutely. Here's an interesting question. What was uh, school age Amelia like? Oh, man. I was... I learned this word in this country, um, so I'll explain it after I tell you it, but I was a SWAT, which is, for all you Americans who don't know, a Hermione Granger. I was like the curl who always had my hand up. I was mm-hmm. a really big nerd. I was really, really studious. I really cared about my grades. I was very well behaved. I was like a prude, really. And I was much more prudish in high school when it mattered. Um, (laughs) But even as a little girl, I was like very, I never got in trouble. I was like, I loved all my teachers. I was just a SWAT, I think is is the, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if we have a good enough American word for it. Um, But that's, that was me. I was really I just, I loved to learn. I was, I was so interested and curious and everything. I was in all the higher classes. I did really, really well. I'm, I'm, the number of times I was like, look to my brother, look, I got all A's on my report card. Because I was really, because <laughs> he didn't really do that, all, like that all the time. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was what I was like. What was school age, what was school age Christopher like? Very different. Mm. Very, yeah. I changed a lot, really. When I was younger, um, I was very bouncy and a happy kid. The thing is, I had... You're I still enjoyed, very bouncy and happy, by the way. Yeah, but I enjoyed jokes, and I enjoyed telling jokes, and I enjoyed making fun and having a laugh. But if it was ever directed at me, mm. like, I'd lose it. Like, mm. I was too... I was a very sensitive kid, and uh, overly sensitive, really. Was um, some of that because... I don't know if you want me to say this on the podcast, but was some of that because you were a larger little kid? No, I don't think so. I think I was just very childish. I was think I was very, very childish in like naive, naive, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like I remember, like people, like if people made fun of me, like I'd be like ha ha ha, and then if it if it went on a bit too long, then I just I'd lose it. I used to throw my glasses on the ground when I was like, I'm not having my way. Would you cry? Oh yeah, I get upset. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. But were you a good student? Did you care about? I did well. I would. I just enjoyed being getting on with everybody you know and just trying to like i'd, I'd work hard mm-hmm. i'd work hard in some things but you were more focused on the social aspects yeah, of school maybe yes yeah i believe well mm, to an extent mm-hmm. to an extent yeah but yeah i believe so i don't think you've i mean i don't think you're you're not so sensitive anymore but otherwise i don't think you're describing someone who's too 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 different hmm. we all grow out of our sensitive i mean i think i would have i would say i was very sensitive I wasn't very sporty. That's the thing. See, oh, no. the area I where I, the area where I grew up, it was very, very heavy sporty influence. Mm-hmm. In like my school, the football, there was always football and football after school club and stuff. Yeah, um, I would be remiss actually in not mentioning how much my do- my childhood was dominated by soccer. Yeah, because you were big. You were big in sports. I was big into it, and I I played very competitively until I was like thirteen or something. So, yeah. That was a lot of weekends was, and, you know, soccer practice at night during the week. And then on the weekends, it was all games. You know, shout out to my parents for driving me to all those soccer games. I know how much that drove you nuts after you did it for two other children as well. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I was. I was very sporty. And I actually, like, I was really quite, I was very fast when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. That was my main thing. I won a lot of, when we had field days, like the, you know, the big... Um, at school, they would like throw a field day once a year where it was like a bunch of competitions. Oh, yeah, we did that as yeah. well. We had sports day. Right. I would always win like the sprints. I was very fast. Mm-hmm. And I was I was tiny. I was super skinny when I was a kid. I had the, the joke they used to make about all the people in our family, my brothers and, and me, is that we all had chicken legs because we had very skinny legs. Mm-hmm. Um, especially from like the knee down. My ankles were like teensy when I was a child. So I was very, yeah, and I was sporty and I, you know, I went to summer camp and that was very Mm -hmm. sporty at summer camp as well. So, but you were not sporty. No, I wasn't really because my, I was, because I was quite an indoorsy kid and Mm -hmm. I just did, I watched a lot of media and played a lot of stuff. Uh, I did swimming, did swimming all the way through, got all my swimming stuff. Yeah. Um, 
And then I think my parents were like, oh, Chris has got to do something. Yeah. I tried football for a while. Football wasn't really my thing. I played tennis for a little bit, but that was that was not really my thing either. I cannot and imagine then, you playing football. I would really just love <laughs> I, to see that. Well, I play, I, I play, when I do play football, I'm always in defence because I can't, I can't mm. do that attacking, dribbling stuff. Mm. I'm always, I can block and I can kick off and I can right. pass to people, but that's kind of it. <laughs> but then I, then my mother took me to an acting class, mm. uh, to a drama group when I was eight. And I was like, well, there we go. I know, what I'm, I know, me, I know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. Quite happy. And then I just did, then that just kind of kept building and building and doing more acting stuff mm-hmm. up to, up to 11. Yeah. I was doing a couple. I did. One, two club. I did. I think I was doing two clubs, two acting clubs. Um, when you were little, a week maybe. Yeah, one, wow. once a week, as well as like Cubs and Scouts. Yeah, it wasn't things. until it won't be until our next podcast where I tell you about all my acting. I didn't do. I did drama at school, but it, I think I took the first class when I was like thirteen. Mm. Um, I do remember when I was young seeing my friend play Oliver in Oliver when we were quite young, and being just amazed i was like i can't believe that's him and i know him and he's up there and he's doing it and i think i that was when i first started to catch the bug where i was mm-hmm. like oh i want to i think i could be that person up there but i think it took a little while to get into the class and because i was so busy with soccer all the time it was like i ended up you know it was like you can't go to the acting class if you got to go to soccer practice so that was really a dominant part of the time for sure did you have school fairs did you have a christmas fair at your school no. Did you not do that? No. In my primary school, we had um, the Christmas fair, which was always around November, December time. Uh, and what it would be, it would be like a weekend at the school, usually a Friday and a Saturday. They'd open up the whole school huh. and they'd do little stalls and stuff in oh, all the wow. classrooms. So, um, no, we never had and the anything best thing, like that. The best thing was class one. If you were in class one, mm-hmm. so that's, you know, year five and six when you were, ten, when mm-hmm. you were like 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. uh, you got to make um, games. And you got oh. to do so. You had to you um, had to come up with a game idea. You made it, uh, and then uh, you had to set a price limit for it. And then people would come in, they play your games, and you'd reward them with. Um, at first, you straight up rewarded them with sweets, and then the <laughs> school obviously cottoned onto the fact that people were giving a lot of sweets to some people, not enough to others. Huh. So they were like, you have to give them stickers, and if they filled out sticker cards, then oh. they go and turn it in for rewards and stuff. Oh wow! Uh, and it's were... funny while you're describing this to me, I'm thinking we had something similar to this. Oh really? But I'm not. I can't. I don't remember it well enough to tell you exactly what it was. And I wonder too if I'm thinking of maybe it happened at camp or maybe it happened at school, but. But nothing as intricate and sort of big production as mm, this sounds. Mm. We did the only kind of fair we had, which was one of the best days for a big old nerd like me, was the book fair. Oh, we had we had book day, World Ooh. Book Day. The book fair was, but we didn't just have a day. The book fair would last like two weeks in the what? library, really? and you'd get to go every couple of days with your class and buy books and buy bookmarks and erasers and pencils. Oh my god! Oh no, we only shout had out to any of my fellow nerds out there who are like, remember how great a book fair was? Because that was what's up. No, we only had we had we had World Book Day, and you could come in dressed as a character from a oh, book. Oh, that's so cute! Uh, and then you did lots of stuff throughout the day, which was book themed, and then. Uh, uh, you do you get like bookmarks and stuff, and there was a book f- and there was a book fair where mm-hmm. you could you know you could trade in old books and you get new books back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Man, those were the days. Man, it really was. Did you have fads at your school? Of course. Because we had, I remember um, slap was, bracelets. Everybody was into oh, yeah, the slap yeah. bracelet for a while. We had um, there were these little gooey balls which were on string for a while, and oh, you could yeah. squeeze them, and yeah. th- you put them on your finger and could bounce them. And we had like this long, kind of like slimy hand thing that when you like when you whipped it, it was like a little slimy hand that oh attached to something. That was big when I was Tamagotchi. A kid. Tamagotchi. Yeah, we had Tamagotchi. We had Tamagotchi. Swept the school. Yeah. Um, what was what the else? other kind? Tamagotchi, and there was another one. Did you have the aliens, the goo aliens? This is the big one from childhood was there used to be these aliens which came in little circular eggs with goo in them. Mm. And the big rumor was if you put two of the aliens back to back and put them in the goo in a um, in back in the egg and left it for like a week that they bred and had a little <laughs> alien baby. <laughs> it's not true. No, I've never heard a thing like that. We had all kinds of yeah, those little toys that became it's popular. Amazing and, how they could just sweep and it sweeps them. through, yeah, yeah. And then they're you know the next week it's not cool anymore. Conkers, you like conkers? Do you ever do conkers? No, this is how we should end. You need to describe what conkers is because so conkers. The first um, time you told me about this, I was like, this is a game for the U.S. Uh, conkers are chestnuts. Uh-huh. Um, what you do, uh, you find a conker, you're looking for the biggest conker you can find. <laughs> 
You then drill a hole through it. You then put a bit of string through the hole and knot it at Why one end. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. I kind of like it. You put drill. a string. Let me just translate because I, when you said it, I was like, I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> drill a hole into it and then put the string through the hole, through the owl. Why are you talking Through the owl. Then you knot the, the end. Then you knot the end, right? <laughs> and that way it stays on the string. And then you go up to your mates in the playground, you hold the conker and you hold it up and you're trying to smash each other's conkers, right? And <laughs> That's the game. And that's the game, essentially. And you wanted to have the conker that lasted the longest. So, so were you trying to hit it so hard that it broke off somebody's string? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That just sounds like... So it's just kids pelting each other with chestnuts, basically. Yeah, in essence, yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Well, thank you for sharing Conkers. Yes, and of course, I found one, and I was like, look how cute this is. And Chris was like, oh, a Conker, I love Conkers. And I just didn't even know what that word was. In the end, um, they, the battle element started fading out when I was coming in, and it used to be about collecting Conkers. Collecting them, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, this was... Terrific. I loved talking about our childhoods. Mm. And we're going to flash forward through history next time and talk next about time, our teenage yeah. years. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Great. Teenage, teenage. wasteland. Oh, jeez. Let me just, let me just uh, tease that for you. I'm going to tell you all about my epic skills at making mix CDs. So, boy, tune in next time because that's going to be fascinating. Just kidding. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I was in the library. Nerd. Thank you so much for listening to Transatlanticism. Thank you very uh, much. As always, please like, share, subscribe. Review. Review. Give this podcast link to anybody you think you, who would enjoy it. Send us a message. Um, we have an email address, transatlanticismpod at gmail.com. Any corrections, send it to that email. Yes. Uh, anything you remember from your childhood that you just want to tell us about, please do and share it with us. We love that. We'll share it on the podcast. And... Um, Again, next week we're going to talk about uh, how we were all just teenage dirtbags. So, oh god, and we're looking forward to that. And um, (laughs) great song that featured on a lot of my mix CDs. Let me just tell you. So make new friends, keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. That's just the message I want to leave you with, which is the message of the Girl Scouts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, Penny. Pick it up all the day. You'll have good luck. (laughs) There you go. There you take, go. Take that little nugget away. Just take that little bite. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>